Soccer Talk. I have with me today uh, Mitch Marmelstein. Mitch played uh, professional basketball down in Argentina, and he is um, uh, from uh, California, and uh, really an honor to have him uh, on our Water Talk today. And so, uh, Mitch, um, you're actually headed back to Argentina yep. on... Um, on Monday? May 3rd, yep. May 3rd. So tell everyone um, how you got to this place where you're headed back. Yeah. And so I guess my story starts off as a basketball player. And I've been passionate about basketball my whole life, ever since fifth grade. And um, have played basketball at the high school level and the college level. Played college basketball at Grove City College in Pennsylvania. And my senior year, um, I had this vision, um, this dream put into my heart by God. Um, and I felt like God wanted to be me to be an international basketball missionary. And I had this vision to, to, that I was going to go play basketball for years in other countries and share the gospel and, uh, and all around the world. And so I decided to give that dream to God and I started to grow out my hair until he accomplished what I feel like he was promising me. And so three years later, I was I've playing. Seen, I've seen the photos, they're funny. <laughs> yeah, I should like, It has like hair down to here, it took we'll a while. Look up the picture right now while I'm telling the story and then I'll show you guys. But um, I was playing some semi-professional basketball in San Diego and uh, there was nobody in the stands except for one guy and my family. And this guy, uh, he just gave me his card after a game, three years later, after I made this um, agreement with God. And he said, I'm an agent. I uh, am uh, looking for to send players down to Mendoza, Argentina. And I remember he got me a contract three years later. Talk about a divine appointment and answered prayers and a much needed haircut. I was in desperate need for that. But, uh, and then here's my hair for all the viewers, just to see, Let's see right here. You guys could see that. That's three years of growing hair right there. Nice prison photo, bro. I've been, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was really trying to, you know, be conformed to the image of Jesus, you know? Yeah, literally. But okay, so, so, so you're, um, so God answered that prayer mm -hmm. and, um, you ended up you ended up playing down there. You guys ended up winning a state title. Yeah. You had a blast. Yeah, you had a blast. Uh, you had a little. You had a little knee issue. Mm -hmm. You came home. Yeah. Um, did some did some rehab, and then and then um, and then what happened? Yeah. So the MRI showed a, a grade four cartilage defect in my left knee, and I asked the doctor like, so what do I do about that? He's, He's shook his head. He's like, you don't grow back cartilage. So um, I, I fell into a depression. I fell into like a really low valley at that moment. And because this vision God has given me, I was like, is that it? Is that the whole thing? Like, now I just got to move on with my life. And I remember in my lowest moment, I was reading in Genesis um, and through the story of Jacob when he was running away from Esau, or yeah, Esau. And um, God spoke to Jacob. He said, um, he said, I am with you. He said, I will be with you. Um, and I will bring you back to this land 
until I had done what I promised you. And I remember at that moment, he was speaking directly to my heart that he was going to bring me back to Argentina in some capacity someday. And he gave me that promise. And from that moment, waiting game though, you know? Yep. For me, it seemed like waiting, but to God, it was training. Hmm. And he just, he introduced me to the, just so many people during this time. Um, he introduced me to Pastor Ryan and uh, in November. And, um, you know, one of, uh, during this whole time, I felt like God uh, gave me a calling as well to be a pastor. And I, I, I say this because two pastors before, um, they, uh, two pastors have asked me, have you ever considered being a pastor? And at the time I was like, no, I'm just a hooper. Like that's, this is all I do. Like I'm not really concerned about being a pastor, but um, this call has been on my life a long time. And then, and then Pastor Ryan, you uh, were the first one to call me what I already was. You called me Pastor Mitch and it all clicked for me. And, and I just realized I wanted to, to feed his sheep for the rest of my life. Um, and so uh, to answer your question, um, you know, I, f I feel called to go back yeah. to Argentina now. Yeah, and, and, and talk about right. that, because sometimes, yeah. and, and so talk a little bit about that. That can, you know, people hear that, they're really inspired, it's exciting, people yeah. are praying for you. We have lots of people supporting you prayerfully, financially, sending, it's awesome. Yeah. And that's God's kind of hand in all this. And, but when someone hears, you know, okay, I'm living in California, I'm going to Argentina, search here. so just walk people through, like, what are you going to do when you get there? Like, what's the plan? Yeah. Like, what's the plan to start a church? Like, what does it look like for somebody who's watching this? Yeah. And so that could be a, a, a daunting uh, question. Yeah. And just how do you start church? And the first thing to realize is what the definition of church is. And the church is in the Greek word ecclesia. And that's a gathering of believers. And um, I just look at the ministry of Jesus and how he started with three dudes. He started with Peter, James, and John, and he called them, and he did life with them. And that is essentially um, what I plan to do is I um, have three guys in mind that I want to spend life, my life with and to worship God with, eat food with, um, they're all part of the basketball program at, in, uh, down in Argentina. And so, um, and I want to do Bible studies with them and, and just get involved in, and start yep. from there. What yep. the three turns into 12, the 12 turns into 70, and you go from there. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easier when you break it down. You're moving down there to play basketball. I'm going to have dinner one night a week. I'm going to have, you know, invite some guys I already know over. We're gonna have dinner, have a little Bible study, mm -hmm. try to do what, try to uh, make a commitment. Like, we're, okay, we're gonna do what we read. Very simple, we're gonna yeah. read, we're gonna do what we read. And then you just start watching God move. You also play uh, guitar, you're a good musician. I know you, uh, he's, he's humble, but he's gonna put a little band together and they're gonna find some places to play. And just that, are, there's kind of some nuts and bolts of like how, yeah. to, how to do it in a way that's super fun mm -hmm. and, and you and and get results it's awesome it's just exciting it's really yeah. fun to watch um, and, it's, and also i've been blessed with 
having the training and seeing the experience of being a part of ocean water and just seeing <clears throat> small beginnings and how um, how church is possible with just you start with a couple people and then God starts bringing people to you and um, yep. it's just so cool to see uh, that I can do that same thing that that um, yeah so I'm, I'm just excited to get down yeah there it's easy started, it's, yeah. it's simple when you it's simple when you start the right way mm-hmm. yeah you know, when when you start you're like it's okay to just you know have some food with some guys and that that's how we started ocean water is myself and adam watts and bobby ramsey and ivan and just yeah. meeting at eight o'clock at on a wednesday night after the 25 people smelt the entire dojo up with the yeah. stank and yeah. it worked and but i think i think people need to hear that people need to people need to like let that seek into them yeah you know be okay with that then it gets fun but when you start with all these lofty expectations you put pressure on yourself mm-hmm. and then you live under the weight of these unrealistic, unfair expectations. And right. none of that's from God. Right. God never puts unfair expectations mm-hmm. on us. We put those on ourselves. Right. So we get free of all that. We just be who we are. It's really right. fun. It's, and when it, the focus is just on intimacy with God through Jesus Christ, yeah. it, it makes things really simple and it changes life. So yep. yeah, it's awesome. Love God, love people, be who you are. Um, there's also it's also part of being a leader is you know you is is uh, you think you reflect, um, so you're 28. Mm-hmm. What what's something that 28 year old Mitch might tell 20 year old Mitch? Oh man, because like there's a that's a big eight years. You know, I look at my my life. It's kind of it's kind of a big jump. Yeah. Like, I'll be 47 in a week. There's not a huge jump from like 40 to 47, but like from 20 to 28, there's some space in there. Like, yeah. what would you? I would say my life, I've. Like we all go through valleys and hills. Um, and I would just try to help my younger self realize that God is consistent through it all. And that even though I'm essentially feeling like I'm, things aren't working out my way, just to remain faithful. Yep. Just like wait, hold on just yep. a little longer. Like, And yeah. then the other thing is, uh, looking back at 28 years old, my eyes have not seen, my ears have not yeah. heard, yep. my mind has not conceived what God has done when I was 25, yep. what God is doing now I'm 28, and what he's going to do when I'm 40, yep. and when I'm 50, and yep. I just can't, uh, I would just tell myself just to hold on a little longer, just just press in a little bit more. Yep, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Anytime somebody starts talking about grinding and persevering, I just go, "Yeah, that's my language. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's good." Um, so what? Are you, so um, part of life being fun is like uh, just being curious. How you doing? Hello. Um, what are you What are you interested in right now? Like, what are you curious about? I mean, I know you're fighting yeah. on Sunday night. You're boxing, I should say. Yeah, on Saturday, yeah. Saturday night, May first. I've God has been through this time of waiting. He's been filling my life with like these new hobbies such as surfing, <laughs> boxing, things I and really honestly, I haven't been playing basketball at all. And it's something I thought I could never live without. And so God has been filling it with these new skills and I feel like skills that he wants to use when I go back down to Argentina. Um, 
but also like on the spiritual side um, I feel like very, very recently God has been speaking to me about spiritual gifts <laughs> and um, and all, t- all types of spiritual gifts which I feel like and I've been prophesied over that he wants to use in my life that he wants to use in your life that he wants to use in our life as the body of believers and so I've been really pressing into that and, awesome. and uh, trying to be open to that to the Holy Spirit and what he wants to do because I, I will definitely need him when I go down there yeah and all the gifts that he wants me to have so yeah so so um, you know we we've become good friends we also have talked a lot about um, water yeah we've we've talked about um, as much as people have talked about water being an issue there hasn't been a whole lot of progress made mm-hmm. so uh, what, what we've talked about is uh, you know incorporating the the uh, strategy of helping people source water into the mission of a church and uh, it's really fun it's really tangible it's something people can understand and talk to them a little bit about some of your um (laughs) some of your scheming and dreams to like start take surf trips over to chile yeah and start exploring over there like an old pioneer guy right so i uh i'll first start by saying when i was there um there was a morning where I was praying for the youth of San Martin. And I remember later that day, um, God at the gym of all places, there is, and there's not a lot of people, by the way, that speak English down there. Um, I bumped into somebody that spoke English and I was like, all right. By the I, way, you know, both English and Spanish and Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so, um, her name is, well, is Maria Grazia and she, um, she is the CEO and founder of an organization called Humanity del Sol, and they provide career education and discipleship for orphans who have aged out of the system in Argentina. Yeah. And so, um, like, answer to prayers, like God, when you hit God's heartstring, uh, He sometimes answers prayers really fast. And um, so, but I've been having this vision and dream lately of taking some of these orphans, um, some of these kids that have never been to the beach before, and I feel like God has put surfing into my life for a reason. And Chile is just on the other side of the mountains from Mendoza, Argentina. It's about like a six to eight hour drive. But my vision is to (coughs) be able to take some of these kids, do some camping and some surf trips, and and then one day, partner with Ocean Water to help um, establish a church in a desal unit somewhere. Awesome. And I just feel like God wants to do that. Yeah. And, and yep. there's a, God works all things together for those yeah. who love him. So Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. It's exciting how um, uh, it's good to talk about some of the nuts and bolts of all this stuff. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when people think, oh, you know, I'm going to go to somewhere else to start a church. It's like, all they can all they can think of is like what does that mean like a 90 minute worship session in spanish like no it's not it's like you play basketball you surf you hang out like yeah. it's much like life here one of one of the ways one of the ways the world's changed the cultures become smaller yeah you know so so because of technology mm-hmm. so it's sort of a lot of the activities are the same so it's going to be it's going to be really really fun for you um and i just want to say um to you just how awesome it is to be your friend to watch all of this happen. And likewise, uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to see all the all the crazy, awesome stories. I have yeah. a feeling there's gonna be a lot of them because I've seen 
a lot of them already. Um, I mean, when we told everybody last night you were going to Argentina, like the whole everybody clapped. It was wild. <laughs> it was just people yeah. were like down. So yeah. um, it's really really exciting. Um, so what are some what are some um, some last words that you'd like to leave with everybody? Yeah. Um, about what you're doing. Well, I'd say, um, and then the first thing I'll say is that one thing that I've learned throughout this whole thing is, and something you've taught me is, it's all about relationships. And I'm just excited that uh, whatever God does in Argentina, um, that I'll be able to experience that with you. And yep. you'll be up by my side the whole time. Yep. And I'm just excited for that we're going to be friends for the rest of our life into eternity. Yeah, exactly. And um, so one thing that has been on my heart, just relationships. The other thing is that the spirit is already working in Argentina. The spirit is moving yeah. with in people's exactly. hearts. Exactly. We just get to be a part of it. We just get to be yeah. a part of it and find out what God's already working on. And so I know I've received the call. I've received confirmation through the word. Um, through the Bible and then through other people, even people I've never met before. Yeah, tell them what happened last night. <laughs> yeah, so I, I preached uh, on Jonah 4. Yep. And last Tuesday night. Last Tuesday night at Sir Coffee. It was great. Worship was awesome. And after service, uh, some random guy just comes up to me and uh, he pulls me. He says, I really need to talk to you outside. I'm like, all right, let's go talk. What do you need to talk to me about? And he's He's saying, uh, well, uh, I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning and I couldn't go back to sleep because I can only think about one thing and that it was the Argentina flag. And I felt like God was calling me to pray for about a half hour for Argentina. And then he came, he comes randomly to Sir Coffee that night. He comes halfway through my sermon so he doesn't even hear anything about Argentina. And he asked somebody, who is that? talking and he's like oh that guy's gonna go plant a church in Argentina <laughs> and immediately he's like I need to talk to that guy which so, by the way the the guy ended up being the owner of my favorite hamburger place <laughs> in California it's not in and out so yeah. it's another place but but so that's that so what what we find is that you know as we as we're following God that he's actually already moving um and there's great comfort in that. So much comfort. There's so much, you know, when you surf, you just, you see a wave and then you just paddle for it and you ride it. Yeah. And there's so much in there about how we live this kingdom life. You know, right. we don't make waves, mm -hmm. we just ride them. So you can see, and, and then God just gives us the discernment yeah. to be in the right spot. And so it's just awesome to watch, really, really fun. I feel like I'm really, riding really a, excited. a big wave right now. And yeah. I'm just excited to be along. And, and not just be on my on it by myself. It's a party wave, man. This it is, is a party, party wave. It is a party wave. <laughs> and you're on it, and there's other people on it, and it's just going to go for a long time, I feel like. so. Well, this, yeah, um, one, one last thing is uh, Mitch has, um, Mitch's church is going to be called uh, uh, Chacareros, and that means farmers. Uh, it's like a slang word for, for farmers in Argentina. And you might be wondering, well, why is Mitch wearing an ocean water church, but he's calling it the name of the church that he's going to start, Chacareros? Well, there's a couple of really important reasons why that's the case and why uh, ocean water is a church I love here water. in San Clemente. 
but it's also a collective that revolves around a strategy for water. I want to break that down a little bit for you. First of all, when someone uh, leads something, they naming it is very important. And the reason why is, is because people, especially you're 28, people want ownership. They also want autonomy. The old way, in my view, the old way was uh, you go out and you and you uh, start a bunch of things called the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think the new way yeah. that provides more ownership is allowing. And and the idea there is, um, if you want someone to parent something, they need to name the child. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited. Uh, however. We're also in a collective together. And what yeah. that means is we share some things in common. We both love to teach the Bible. We kind of go yeah. a chapter away. We're both passionate about being in um, homes and coffee shops. And we also share water in common as sort of a missions methodology. So yeah. that's what it means for uh, other churches name different things to sort of be in our collective. And I kind of wanted to yeah. teach that and, and, and help people to understand it. It'd be a little confusing if they if they hear all of that. Right. But, um, but it's important. And... Um, yeah, so just any any last words? No, I just, uh, whoever's watching this, just uh, bless you. Know God loves you so much. And know that your dreams, that sometimes your dreams start um, and you feel like they're supposed to go one way, but God sometimes will just flip your dream on its head. And when he flips it over, it opens the possibilities for what he's already had. He's had planned for you. He just wants you to open your eyes to that. Um, and so, uh, and know that anything is possible with him. And, and at, at the end of the day, as long as we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, then, then all of the things will be added onto us. So that's all I got to awesome. say. And I love you. Love you too, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. All right. Chacareros. Um, when I put this out on, um, uh, particularly on Instagram, I'm going to put a link to, uh, so that you guys can follow along. Mitch's journey. I know that you'll be live streaming some of the stuff so we can, yeah. I can hear you teach and stuff. So thanks for sure, it, man. Awesome. Love yeah. you. Dude. All right. Love you guys.